Howdy Cup and welcome to another episode here for the Fun Report, Mindful Media and Communication. And I promised last time after a week or so of like very heavy topics that this time around still very important and especially to me very important but maybe not as as depressing as some of the, the previous topics. Um, if you're missing the previous topics, don't worry. Look around live. We're going to talk about depressing topics again soon. But for now, no Nazi stuff. Well, huh? <laughs> for now, for this week, I'll focus on something else. And you've seen it from the title. We talk about tattoos. And now you wonder, tattoos and media communication? What's up with that? Well, I'm glad you asked. And let me take you on like an an odyssey, if you will, of uh, yeah, cultural developments, how tattoo ca tattoos came about, what kind of communication is being done with the tattoos. And well, if you're asking why I talk about it, if you watch the video, you probably see that I have a few tattoos. So that's just uh, also one of the reasons why I find it very intriguing to talk about this. But even before I had them, I found them very interesting to see different kinds of tattoos. And as you know, this podcast comes to you from Bangkok, Thailand. So I moved to, to Bangkok. And of course, in Thailand, there are some special kind of tattoos. There are Sakyan tattoos. And I just found it always very intriguing to see like the different meanings behind tattoos. So I figured, hey, having this podcast is actually a good idea to well, also, also give me a reason to dive deeper into the, the whole the whole topic of, of tattoos and how it all came about, right? So I'll try to take you on a journey the next 15 minutes from like those Yeah, tattoos being like those ancient tribal insignias, if you will, right, to, to modern expressions, right, of, 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 of oneself. Uh, tattoos have, have journeyed from, yeah, through time and culture and, of course, picking up stories along the way. And you, you know, like this podcast, I'm all about storytelling and so on. So that's also a big reason why I wanted to talk about tattoos. Because to me, they're not just art. They're... They're history lessons on the skin, if you will. So in the, in the past, tattoos might have said, I'm like a fearsome warrior, but today they might just say, I like daisies. <laughs> no, don't turn off. That was not the only bad joke, but I promise I, I do take it serious. Okay, so this evolution reflects the changing perceptions of society, right? Where once what was considered rebellious is now seen as maybe more expressive, Okay, just like my cat, if you listen to the, the, the scratch sounds in the, back, in the background, that's my cat expressing herself right now. So, so yeah, but yet, the, despite the tattoos' mainstream acceptance, right, tattoos still carry this, this whisper of the past. They're like the, sometimes the cool, mysterious character in a movie, like hinting at depth and stories that haven't been told just yet. So, in the next few segments... I'll try to explore how tattoos have transitioned from taboo to mainstream. And they're still taboo in some circles, right? For example, I, I can't go to a, actual onsens, right? And like the actual Japanese onsen, they don't accept tattoos, for example. So it's still, it still is uh, taboo at some, to some extent at some, in some areas. So I'll try to explore how it has transitioned or hasn't um, and try to trace a little bit of like social cultural journeys of tattoos and examine just a, li a little like how they've been embraced across like various communities and generations. Okay. So as you also know from this podcast, I always throw communication theories in there and I, I do the same thing with tattoos now, of course. So if you delve into the world of semiotics, for example, right? perfectly fitting uh, communication theory here, uh, semiotics. So 
tattoos are like a, a complex language of, of symbols. That's what semiotics are, right? Sy symbols and metaphors. That's what that's that's what most tattoos are, right? If you look at my tattoos right here, um, some are, have a more semiotic meaning um, <laughs> than others. But yeah, so that, that's what tattoos are, right? So each tattoo is like like a word, like a sentence, or like a paragraph conveying messages, and those messages might be deeply personal or like openly expressive. That of course depends, right? And it's a the visual language that can be form of silent communication, like speaking volumes without uttering a single word. We can also look at uh, uh, Goffman, and I talked about it before, right? Goffman's dramaturgical um, approach in, in self-presentation. We talked about this before. Self-presentation theory suggests that the tattoos are part of the performance we put on in our daily lives. And so they can be intentional props, for example, and if you're going to call it like a theater of identity, right? You want to want to reflect your persona who you want to be onto society and that's why you add certain tattoos to drive home that persona for example okay um yeah they can of course also reflect your beliefs experiences and, and so on right so i try to look a little bit at like how tattoos can be seen as as deliberate form of self-expression and identity construction And of course, they play like a very significant role in like how we present ourselves to the world. Like also, right, where do you place the tattoo? Do you go post Malone in your face, for example, always tired? Or do you go like me, for example? I have tattoos like in several parts of my body. But I, if I have to, and I have to be very serious at university and I have to wear a suit and tie and everything, and you don't see them, for example. Yeah. Now you could argue, oh, you're not true to yourself or whatever like people have different reasons different i know meanings behind the tattoos anyways but so you can also send a message doing this right so it's very i know it's very intriguing to me to not only look at like how the tattoos look like and what symbols they consist of but also the placement of course it's it's it all comes together to like this wonderful like mix of how people express themselves and i think that's very intriguing and We just talked about tattoos and identity, right? So, as I said earlier, for me, tattoos are, are storytelling at its its most personal, it, and it's permanent, right? So, I'm not sure if everybody's always I was aware of that it's going to be permanent or most likely permanent. Um, but I think, yeah, lots of people are very careful when they, they pick their tattoos, right? And so the tattoos they can they can narrate one's journey, right? Celebrate milestones or or embody like deeply held beliefs yeah, whether it's, it's a tribute to for example a loved one and not to a passion uh, a whimsical design chosen on a whim but it's also tells a story about you right each tattoo contributes to the narrative tapestry of like the individual's identity and i think that's super interesting but the yeah, tattoos are not just about self-expression I, i believe they can also be about belonging differentiation in some cultures tattoos are like a rite of passage right like a symbol of belonging to to community for example in others they're a form of rebellion a way to stand out yeah so gotta look into like the multifaceted role of tattoos in personal identity and construction and like their significant various cultural contexts because again a culture and communication of course always very very much intertwined obviously and 
at different cultures, different beliefs, different expressions. Um, for a while, those Samoan tattoos were, were like the rock hats, for example, um, were very, very, very in trend. But of course, for those who are actually from the region, from, from the culture, it has a different meaning than just for people who think it looks cool, right? So and that, that's just one example. Here in Thailand, we have like the Sakyan, for example, which also lots of people get here, especially also lots of tourists, and I'm not, not blaming anyone or shaming anyone. It's all cool, but of course, different meaning in, within the culture, right? So that's very, very, very interesting. And of course, I cannot go through all the tattoos and all the cultures, but I just want to say the communication goes deeper than just looking like, ah, look, it's the Angelina Jolie tattoo. It has like different, different meaning to it, especially in different cultures, right? And I think we, besides just the cultural impact, we can also look at the, the socio-cultural significance, actually, and, and shifts in the socio-cultural uh, structure, actually, because uh, tattoos have danced uh, this waltz, if, if you will, with like societal acceptance, right? Totally not accepted, a little bit more accepted, but still not really accepted, and this back and forth, right? So they've been revered, they've been feared, they've been celebrated, they've been stigmatized, you name it. I mean, Angelina Jolie, to, to stick with this example, got like the tie tattoo on her back. It's like, oh, so cool and so on. But then a few years later, it's like, oh, it's so lame. So it goes like back and forth and back and forth, right? So you, get, you see that, that perceptions are fluctuating, right? And it also, of course, relies or relates to how society is developing. So it's not just like set in stone, like, hey, now all the tattoos are accepted or all the tattoos are cool or all the tattoos are bad. It always changes with the, how the media changes, how, communi how communication changes, right? So it's, it's, it's hard. That's why I'm like just taking a breath because it's hard because you cannot say like this is always right, this is always wrong. It always, always fluctuates, right? It explores like how like historical, cultural and social factors influence society and influence the understanding of society, of communication and tattoos being part of this, this personal way of communicating. Workplace, I mentioned earlier, a prime example of this shift. Like once was a potential career hindrance Tattoos are increasingly visible in professional environments. I mean, I'm a uni professor and I have tattoos, right? So this, this change mirrors, of course, broader societal trends towards individuality, self-expressions, challenging traditions, norms, stereotypes, and so on. Nevertheless, yeah, while it's okay that I have those tattoos when I work at university, for example, I do also feel sometimes people looking at me like, huh? So, yeah, while... There is no rule that prohibits you to have tattoos in, in more professions than before. There's still a stigma to it at, at some point, yeah, from some points of view. So it's, of course, difficult to change cultural society, the way people look at certain things. But we know that, of course, right? But now this podcast is about like communication and media studies, right? So if you look at the media and tattoos... I, I'm, I'm going to call it a love story. <laughs> and let me explain why. Because the media yeah, portrayal of tattoos has been as, as varied as, as tattoo designs themselves, right? From the stereotypical, like, bad boy, oh, it's got a like an anchor tattoo, <laughs> or a rebel in movies to the, the, the highly stylized representations in modern advertising, right? Tattoos have been both demonized and glorified, right? So if you want to... I know, dive deeper into this, you have to look into like how media representation of tattoos have evolved, like influencing public perception, public trends, and so on. And of course, also social media yeah, has given tattoos a new platform, like transforming them from subcultural phenomenon, 
to a mainstream trend, for example. The two artists and enthusiasts now, they have direct channels to showcase their art, tell their stories, connect with a global audience, reshaping the tattoo landscape. I'm not going to lie, like I follow a few tattoo artists just to sometimes get some inspiration and I, I don't look at it and I'm like, yeah, I want the same. I'm just like, hey, interesting. Why is he doing that? Well, communication, right? Inspiration, just like with everything else. So tattoos, of course, also use media channels, communication channels to tap into an audience, obviously. And, well, the digital age, right? Like just... I know taking the previous point into consideration that tattoos have found like new life on, on, on not only social media, but generally online, right? And of course, Instagram, TikTok have become like showcases for tattoo artistry and creating communities even, which is very cool. And, and yeah, maybe even celebrities in the tattoo world. Now, if you're like some famous tattoo artists coming to Bangkok, for example, I see it popping up on Instagram, like, hey, I'll be in Bangkok and you can book and whatever. So yeah, that helped, of course, the community a lot as well. And so digital platforms, of course, have, I think, revolutionized the way tattoos are perceived, shared, and, and even created. Uh, so, and I think also the future of tattoos is also being shaped by technology. Uh, augmented reality, virtual reality opens possibilities to, to just try how things would look like maybe on you, right? To creating dynamic, more interactive designs even. Uh, so I think that's, that's something um, very interesting there. And just sticking in, or staying in the digital realm for just, just a, a moment, right? Um, I think it's also interesting to see how, how, yeah, a tattoos have this for or uh, create this community, but also still you you see like in the comments, right? I mean, don't don't read the comments, but if you read the comments, there's all all like those discussions from like celebrating designs, for example, to hating on things, right? So, ah, it's 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 not everything is is um, everything that glitters is gold still, right? Um, but over, overall, I still think it's like very... And I, I, I hesitate right now because I have so many th ideas in my head right now. Just imagine like a Snapchat tattoo filter, for example. I don't know if that's a thing out there, but it should be easy because the filters, making filters is easy, so it should be easy to do like a Snapchat filter, for example, right? So what I said earlier, using AR, for example. Why not? Um, I'm hesitating, but because then it might make it also more playful. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing because I do, I do still think that, um, well, actually, I'm going to retract what I said. Right. So I finished my thought. I thought I wanted to say I don't want tattoos to be more playful because actually you, you shouldn't be a kid if you want a tattoo because you should be an adult, of course, before you make changes to your body. However, now I just realized while saying that, that when I was a kid, we had those rub on tattoos, right? And I mean, it still took me like more than 30 years to get a tattoo. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's just a fun idea to have like, I don't know, tattoo stickers and things like this. Um, but back from only just social media, okay? So was a, because now, also looking at it in a little, little bit of a like more critical, critical way, if you will. So tattoos have inked <laughs> their way into mainstream, right? They become like a hot, a hot commodity, even which I really don't like because I want to be cool and rebellious, and I don't want to be part of like the commodification of tattoos. Uh, but yeah, with this popularity comes commodification. What I just said so. Tattoos have been like this thing of like only personal expression, but now it's also some sort of marketable trend. Remember when like NBA players got like advertising tattoos, for example, J.R. Smith with the with the supreme tattoo on his leg, I believe, right? For example. Ah, so does it mean 
we're losing the essence of what makes tattoos special as they become another item in the commercial conveyor belt, if you will. That, that, makes me, that thought actually makes me a little bit sad. So moreover, right, so, and please share your opinions on it. Am I, am I going overboard? Do you agree? Do you, do you think the same? Um, and there's also this ethical minefield of cultural appropriation, right? And that's actually a serious question, though. I, I make fun of cultural appropriation a lot. Um, but yeah, with traditional tattoo arts being adopted and adapted, where do you actually draw the line between appreciation and appropriation? For example, I do think that the, those tattoos that The Rock has, um, if you're right into wrestling, like Roman Reigns, the Usos, and like all, all The Rock's family, um, look super cool. I don't think I would be able to pull that off simply because it hasn't, doesn't have the same meaning for me. Just like I'm not getting a Sakyan tattoo here in Thailand, like so many other people, because I just think I'm not Buddhist. And while I do understand that there's meaning to it, of course, I just feel like an imposter if I would do it. Besides like whether or not I like the style is out of the question in this case, just saying like I would feel like an imposter doing that. But that's just me. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to hear like some, some feedback there. Yeah? So is it appreciation? Is it appropriation? Or is there a line? Is there no line? Because you're saying, well, if you would appropriate, it still means it's a, you're actually appreciating. So you're not appropriating, you're always appreciating. If you use something from a different culture and you like it that much and you put it on your body, you're appreciating it, you're not appropriating it. Question, right? So I'm really curious to hear, to hear what, what you have to say about this. So shout out in the comments via email at Funkitpod on social media, funkitpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm really curious to hear, to hear your thoughts. So I'm going to wrap up here now because, well, that's the call to action at the end, right? So, so we had a, we went through a quick journey of tattoos. We said they evolved from ancient rituals to modern expressions, from ta taboo to mainstream, even though I still cannot go to an onsen, um, from permanent marks to Maybe even just digital displays. Maybe in the, the, the chip that Elon gives you can just display some tattoos. Yeah, so this segment, like just, or the, the, those segments that we just went through nowadays, they, they looked into all those different aspects, right? So now I want to leave you with this thought that the tattoos are still, like, in my opinion, a very dynamic form of communication and self expression, right? It adapts to cultural shifts. And of course, also technological advancements. For example, also like white ink that I also have on my body somewhere. It's also like a nice, like I don't know, gag if you want to. Right? So, looking ahead, like the future of the tattoos, of tattoo culture and media and society, right, seems vibrant because, well, like I said earlier, social media and so on, and unpredictable, just like tattoo designs themselves, right? The question is, will tattoos become more integrated with? Technology, for example, will there be a resurgence of traditional methods, such here, for example, in Thailand, the Sakyan being with the, with the bamboo, for example. Um, one thing's for sure, I think the language of tattoos will keep evolving and, well, will hopefully be around to, to read the stories uh, that they tell. But I do also want to read your answers to my questions, in particular about A, appropriation versus um, appreciation. Um, there was one question, and the second question was, Commodification. Are tattoos becoming too commodified? Is it something we should fight? Is it something we should, I don't know, 
celebrate. Let me know your thoughts at FunkitPod uh, on social media, FunkitPod at gmail.com. Like, share, subscribe, get a tattoo with the at FunkitPod logo on there. Then you get a shout out here for free. <laughs> Until then, take care, stay safe. We talk soon. Sabadee Cup. <laughs>